Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hi, furries. Thanks for tuning in to Growing Out the Pod. I am Amanda. And I am Kara. Can you believe it? It's us again. Again on this Wednesday. <laughs> on this Wednesday, that's our podcast. <laughs> How are you doing, Guys, Amanda? we're losing it. I'm losing it. I'm trying to move across the country. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I keep being like, I'm actually very chill about it. And I think that's only in relation to myself previously. Okay. And not in relation to other people. You know, like, I'm not chilled compared to the general population, just to myself. Yeah. So, Still pretty unchill, um, but I'm starting to get it figured out. I think I'm starting to like the pieces are falling into place. Everything is starting to come up roses. Yes, and I'm um I love that you have a realtor that's going to help you find a place right by me, which is very yeah. important. So. She's a queen. She's I love her. I give my life for her, but I won't have to do that. No, she didn't. She doesn't want me to do that, but I would do it. You know, and that's very rare in a, a realtor. It's very rare. Yeah, it's rare she wouldn't ask, yeah, honestly. Wow. That's just, um, you don't see that anymore. Not nowadays. <laughs> uh, the world is falling apart, but our podcast oh is about fun. It's not about the, the hurricane. War, the hurricanes and the, the war. It's the not COVID, about the COVID, the masks. It's the not vaccine. about Kanye having Marilyn Manson, oh. who is like a tr- Fucking. An accused rapist many times over. You know, the he's full Trump style rapist. He's a, yeah, fuck all of them. Accused, he, allegedly. You know, he's um. actually I know I'm part of a group that ha- knows women and I'm not going to their names that uh, have been mis- that are part of that lawsuit against god. Marilyn Manson. So, oh, my God. He's a twat. I'm so sorry for them. Um, And also, Connie's a fucking twat. He's changing his name to Yi. That's it. He's trying to get the court. Which, whatever, that's totally up his alley. Like, that's totally Kanye. But, I mean, like, now he's not, And he's getting rid of West, so it's just going to be Ye. That's it. I mean, of all the or things Ye, he's sorry. done. He calls by Ye. It's I probably like Ye, I would guess. <laughs> How old am I? Jesus Christ. You're like, it's Ye. It's the Bible. <laughs> this rapper, Ye. How dare well, he? Goes he? By, he's like these Yeezys. You call them Yeezys. You don't yeah. call them Yeezys. So, like. They aren't Yeezys. <laughs> Um, but that's actually a huge mistake. They should be Yeezys because that's a fun name. Um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Anyway. I think, like, it's fine for him to change his name. It's, like, less fine for him to align himself with a, a known sexual predator and a known homophobe. Mm-hmm. Um, baby, that's for you. If you're a fan, thank you for listening. But also, he's a check tor- yourself. Yeah, check, check, check what you're listening to. Check what you're listening. You need to listen more to this podcast and diversify your ears and and make room in your heart for the LGBTIAQ plus community and less room for Kanye West and or for excuse me, yay. Ye, also, you mean ye. Ye, I mean ye. <laughs> uh, I just hear my kid I guess hear my kids being like, Oh God, mom, you're so embarrassing. Piper actually just rolled her eyes, which is crazy. She's three months old. My cat. Okay, my cat is eating a box the loudest he can. Can you can you not do that right now, please? No, he has to. Uh, sorry, he actually has to. First, if you hear someone eating a box, that's my cat. I know you're wondering what that noise is, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, Kara? How's it, how's it going? It's going okay. It's uh. It's hot as balls here, but, like, I cannot complain over the rest of the country. I just cannot. It's fine. I mean, the world is actually exploding soon with the heat uh, because we don't understand uh, climate change. And uh, I think we understand it pretty no, well. No, we, we do, but as a whole community, as a human race, we do not. We're and refusing to understand. Yes. This is like when someone's fighting with you and you say, what? And yeah. they say it again, and you say, what? And you know the person saying what understands, but they're just trying to make you feel bad and yep. angry. Yep. Also, it comes with a lot of money for them. Um, the more – because they don't give a shit about the, their kids. They care about the money now. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about, you know, their grandchildren. Like, whatever. They're not going to be alive for that. Yeah. Mitch McConnell hates his own grandchildren. Think about that. Well, his kids won't talk to him. 
Oh, really? I've heard that his kids won't talk to him or some of them. Maybe uh, maybe that was a different politician, but I really want to say it's McConnell. I want to say that, too. Let's say that. Who cares? And his kids cannot talk to him anymore. Um, and 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 his, you know, he's just not a happy person. He, he's a frog. He's a frog. He's a toad. He's a conniving little, like, he. I mean. If I you think say, he's, like, one of the most evil men alive. He is. I would like to punch him in his foldy neck. I mean, it just bounced back and hit you because it's just full of, like, lies. The neck is full of lies. That's true. It's like Regina George's hair. <laughs> yes. Except his are flies like lies because he's a fucking bullfrog. And Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys didn't think you were getting slam poetry today, but uh, your ears have a freaking treat. <laughs> Finally, I've been able to express myself the way I've always wanted to. She's been working on that slam poetry for her entire pregnancy. I'm so happy <laughs> <Yes>. right now. <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah, slam. there we go. <laughs> slam. Do you have a hair story this week? What's my hair story today? Oh, um, so I've been using this. What is it called? Uh, this new soap. It's it's uh, black African soap. It's it's like called African Ooh. soap, and mm-hmm. it's actually black. And it is has. Cha- I saw it on TikTok. Duh. This woman oh, who I who is well had really bad acne. Like always had bad acne, and she then she became a makeup artist and. Her skin's flawless, but also when you have money, you have access to certain things. But she says the only thing she used to clear up her acne was this black African soap from Shea, Mil- Shea uh, Miller or whatever. Shea Moisture. Yeah, from Shea Moisture. Yeah. And it's it's for acne-prone skin. And it worked for her. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's like $3. Let's buy it and see. I, I do all these TikTok trends just to see. And then I, I fall off of it because I'm like, eh, I have time. Um, especially like with the hair tutorials. I tried the other day and I miserably failed. Could not cannot braid my hair to save my life wait what kind of braid did you try to I tried do? do a french braid but with like a, a with two pieces of hair rather than three there was like a little there's a little so hat like a fishtail kind of but it was a mess didn't work out uh, but this soap has i've noticed that i don't have any much acne anymore and my skin's like become a little more like clear i still have the discoloration from the melasma and from the sun well that will come with a laser later but my skin doesn't doesn't have the breakouts like it had like it was getting like especially where the hair is because you know that my beard whatever the fuck is called little hairs uh they don't get it they're not getting infected and i'm not getting little bumps on my cheeks like i was getting so um it's so nice i'm like very happy because i've never been like oh it's that that's working i'm using a lot more natural stuff too like i don't i'm not using as crazy like i use a clear cell sometimes i barely use silic acid um i'm using like this aloe toner and H.A. serum. So. Wow. Wait, hyaluronic acid serum? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, my question, how long have you been using the soap? A week and a half. Okay. And long I, enough to, to tell. It, I mean, if the texture of my skin feels different. Nice. And that's what I'm like, okay. Even though I'm super dehydrated um, still. But uh it definitely, like, I'm now just wearing tinted moisturizer. Like, I'm not putting foundation on, which is like, usually been my thing. But also, I'm wearing a mask all the time now, so I don't, I feel like if I put ma- ma- uh, moisture, sorry, foundation on, that's just like, why? It gets all over yeah. my mask and I look like an idiot if I, like, take my mask off, which I don't. No so, actually, one, no one will know. No one will ever know. Also, no one should be looking at the inside of anybody's mask. I know, please. It's so embarrassing. That is a violation. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of makeup on the inside of my mask. I think it's all just makeup, but, like, it's not going to look nice. Mm-mm. You're not going to be happy you looked, whatever yeah. you see. Right. Don't look in there. Get yeah. out of there. Yeah. So, I've been happy. Because so, I know that wearing masks also, like, I was getting a little bit of bumpies on the top bridge of my nose from, I wear an M- N95 mask when I work, when I do massage. And, um... I've noticed it just has been a lot better. So high five to Shea Moisture. And you guys can't see it, but we did a high five through the Zoom and mm-hmm. it felt nice. It felt real. Um, so I had an adventure. Oh, I can't week. wait. What happened? So you know when I'm stressed, I like to spend money. Oh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I'm kind of weird in that way that when I'm really stressed, I like to frivolously shop. I've never just heard of that me. before. <laughs> just you. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Um, it's a very bad idea. But so also this weekend, for some reason, I was like, I'm in my bed. I, ca- I just like have to be in bed watching t- like watching TikToks on Twitter and watching stories on Instagram. Like I, I was in uh, reels, reels. 
I was a mess. I was a mess this weekend. I just needed to like be quiet, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so I'm in my bed Saturday morning and I look at the internet and there's a woman who has been on TikTok and it's shared through Twitter. And she's like, hey, so I, she was like, I'm 56 years old. I have these bags under my eyes that I'm very self-conscious about. And she did. Did you see this? Yes, I did. She had very pronounced bags. And she was like, I'm just going to do one because this product, it works so well and I am going to do it and show it to y'all and then you can see how it works. So she put the the eye serum on just one eye and it shrunk up her bag. It made her skin look so different. It was so impressive. And I was like, that is the thing that's going to help me this weekend. This will heal me to go get this serum. Because I saw the comments and it was like, it's sold out online. It's sold out, blah, blah, blah. And I checked and it was sold out. So then I had to burp. And then I, (laughs) uh, so then I like get on my clothes. I go, there is an Ulta and a Sephora on the same block, six blocks from me, which is like dangerous and also beautiful. Cause it's like, if you're in one, you're going to go to the other right. and your willpower is just like tattered, you know, like your willpower is destroyed. Yeah. And so that's where I am. And I'm coming from a place of like high anxiety, etc. So I go, I go to Ulta. The product is called Thomas. No, Peter, Peter Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. Peter, Peter, Peter Thomas Roth. Yeah. Roth. Peter Thomas Roth, eye shrinking. You'd think I would remember the name. P- it's like Peter Thomas Roth eye shrinking gel. Let's say that's what it's called. Okay. It's pretty. That'll get you there first. Yeah, you'll figure it out there. Gel. Yeah, and you can't find it, so it doesn't really matter. And so I go in. I'm looking all over Ulta. I'm trying not to make too much eye contact with people because you never know who is there also looking for the same thing. So then I find it. I get there. The eye stuff is gone, but there's one left of the face firming serum, um, which looks like it's pretty much the same. It's definitely the same like class of thing within the Peter Thomas Roth line. It's definitely an anti-aging, anti-sagging thing. And it says you can put it on your eyes and your whole face. And I was like, okay, very interesting. So I pick it up and then an Ulta lady comes over to me and says, do you need help? And I said, I'm wondering if you have the eye. And she said, the she like freaks out. She was like, I've been using this stuff for years. I love it. And now all of a sudden, because of TikTok, it's popped off. Everybody is obsessed with it. And so she was like, I'll go to the back. Like, I didn't even ask her. Like, I was like, I don't usually like to ask people to go to the back because it's like, don't ask people yeah, to go to the back. Would, yeah. You know, like, they're busy. They're trying to do their jobs. You don't need to be asking them to go to the back. So she's like, I'm going to the back. So she goes to the back. She comes back. She goes, it's all gone. But this is just as good. It's only $10 more and you get so much more serum. And I was like, okay, you sold me. And then I, of course, went through the store picking up a million other things, like mm-hmm. a little magpie. Yep. Uh, one of the things I really liked, and I'm going to tell it for my hair story <laughs> next week. So... Um, Keep us on our toes, Amanda. That's right. Suspense for the furries. So then like I'm going all over the store. I'm getting all these things. But I have this like serum. I have this little like like the one ring to rule them all in the store. And it's the last one in the whole store. So I then I get to the counter and the guy is like, what is this? And I was like, sir, I'm so glad you asked. Are you familiar with TikTok? (laughs) And so I tell him the whole story. And as I'm talking to him, another employee walks by behind him and goes, that stuff is so good. And I, at this point, I have chills. Like, I was just like, I The new stuff that, that she brought you? Which mm-hmm. is not, which is not. Uh, she didn't, she didn't bring it to me. It's the last one. And I found it on the oh, shelf. Right. And it's, it's basically the same. Got it. But you can use it on your whole face, not just your eyes. Which probably you can use the eye one on your whole face too. Right. I don't know. Um, and so I like. I'm like, I love to talk products with people. It's so exciting. It's so fun, especially when you can tell they're having a good time. So then this guy's like, oh, my God. And I was like, I got the last one in the store. And he was like, you better hope nobody else finds that out. And I was like, this is what I needed today. An adventure with, like, drama and stakes and intrigue. (laughs) And I used it. And I have to tell you, I can't see a huge difference. Oh, man. Well, honey. But you, I, I also like, you, I don't think that I am the prime person. You for don't this. have saggy skin, honey. You're not, you're not 50. You don't look 50. You don't, 
have the skin of a 50 year old your skin is not you don't have bags under your eyes you don't look her skin i the picture i the video i saw she was clearly aging and her skin was sagging yours is not sagging i thought it would lift it still i thought it would still <laughs> lift you know like i thought that we would at least be like oh we're li- well we're lifting we're doing a smaller lift and i do think my skin looks really good but i don't think it looks like so different after that product but i'm gonna keep using it i'm gonna use it i use it in tandem with a vitamin c serum Mm -hmm. and then after afterwards i did go to sephora i did buy fenty moisturizer with spf in it because i've been using cetaphil moisturizer with spf in it and it makes my face so shiny yeah i'm using edna md or edna md i think but i'm using a tinted moisturizer it's 40 spf and that's perfect for me because it's tinted enough where it, like I can wear that with my mask and not get all over the place. Yeah. I stopped wearing anything tinted recently because I was wearing BB cream instead of foundation. So it's like kind of in between mm-hmm. the two. And like I I was like, this isn't actually making my skin look better. It's kind of just making it look the same. Yeah. Or maybe like a little bit like off the color that it actually is. Like it's a little bit like more yellow undertoned than my skin is right now mm-hmm. and so i was like well let's just put that aside manda we don't need to wear a foundation Mm-mm. or a bb cream Mm-mm. my skin was actually the best when i right after gave birth when i didn't well during birth i ended up with these weird fucking zits on my nose because right after birth like it was i've never seen zits on my nose like that look like that i think it was because all the stuff they pumped in me was like my body's like get the fuck out of here and they were just coming out of my pores and i had like the weirdest acne right in the hospital but then afterwards when i was home and i wasn't wearing any makeup and i was just just literally on the couch breastfeeding um my skin cleared up and that's my so skin. you would recommend breastfeeding for us all to like get our skin. Yes, everyone needs to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay home for three to, three months and just don't go oh. outside and don't put any makeup on. You're fine. Actually, all of our skin should have looked great then last year. I know, right? Well, here we are. We're in Cheer Genius season two. We are. Before we started recording, we were talking about how hard it is. I forgot how hard it is to keep all of these stylists straight at this point there's so many of them and we don't love any of them yet i I hate a couple but Mm -hmm. i don't love any yet i love one i like i like i'm starting like nicole i think she's cute i really like nicole Mm -hmm. and nikisa i like nicole i like nikisa i like daniel yeah they're fine yeah i'm still still unclear of who they all are Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like so I'm not into like them Gail yet. and Glenn. How dare? How dare? I, how dare they have two white women who have those names on the show? I don't even. I can't picture them at all right now. No, they. I don't know. I don't know. But we're back. We're you know, back. we open up the app and we're immediately in the salon. And Daniel is on the Allure Wall of Fame, and he says it's truly amazing. And they treat it like, like. Something that has been around for centuries. I know. Did you feel that way? Yes. Like they were like me on the Allure Wall of Fame, and it's like this is season two. And you know what's funny is I didn't realize, but they do this, now. They have immunity, which because last last season they're like, well, if you're on the the wall, you tend to get voted off the next week. They're like, we gotta stop doing that because these are the good people, like uh, Tabitha and all them. They were great, and then they shouldn't have left. However. We'll continue. We'll see what happens next. Keep, keep I love the drama of adding immunity. I do too. Let me just move this thing. I keep kicking something that is going to make so much noise in the mic. Uh, I love I love it. I feel like it's very top chef. It's very mm-hmm. um, that. I don't know. Other reality shows do that. I don't know. Most of my reality shows are housewives related, which um, works out well for me in this app. Yes. So. Um, so the shortcut challenge is they're supposed to go short and flirty and they take the client's hair from long to short and they have 45 minutes to do it. Yes. Um, and then very dramatically, Jacqueline is like, the guest judge is an amazing stylist. And I was like, did they say the name and I missed it? No, no. they did not say the name. They were building suspense. Building it up. Because they then they, they let him go. Jacqueline, first of all, was the one that said shake at this episode. And I was like, she knew how how weird that felt. She was like, yeah, mm, shake it. Go shake it. She um, knew it should have been Renee. Yeah. Renee is the only person who can say shake it. 
yeah. who are our stylists. Yes. Yeah. Um, and Daniel gets to choose first because he won last week and he gets to tell who like he gets to assign the order of who gets to choose. And like he gets he says he's terrified and crushed that he has to do that. And it's like, babe. If you knew so much about the Allure Wall of Fame, you surely knew this was coming for you. Yeah, exactly. You know you get to choose. You get to choose people's fates and destinies. That's how. And it goes. he tries to just go random, and it's like, just you. I would have gone alphabetically. Yeah, I, I, like if I really didn't want to do it. Also, you. Don't, I mean, it's true. You probably don't. I mean, maybe also he's choosing based on like who he likes to hang out with at, at home because they mm-hmm. go into that later. You'll see that they, they're all really close. And they're all good friends. For the most part and I think that they don't he's like I don't want to piss anybody off yet because I don't know anybody yet I live with them so I would see how it'd be like I don't know what to choose you go you go you go yeah I don't care I like you all and yeah. think you're all equally talented yeah um so Daniel chooses a big fuzzy frisball his words and then says uh and then Parker gets to go and then Palo is last mm-hmm. and all the others are in between yeah and I kind of do we want to oh sorry no go ahead go ahead do we want to talk about Nikisa's client the blonde with the frizzy hair with the dead like she melted her hair she melted the back of her hair dyeing it too blonde which bleaching it too much that's that's tough that happened to my friend actually one of our guests before Talina uh the one that moved away she when I first met her she'd had that happen to her back of their head and it wasn't her fault it was the hairdresser's fault that had done it and so she had these little in the back like they have on this episode and it was also around the same time 2008 2009 that people were doing that like horribly like yellowy blonde Blech. um yeah and people were I guess a word that we learned today is blonde blondorexic is what blondorexic which like I don't know that in 2021 we would just be throwing that around, yeah, but no. in 2008, I think, I think yeah. 2008, they were that someone was making a real meal out of that. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. So, Jesus. Um, D wants Nicole to go home. Nicole is little. Nicole is the young one. She's the one that uh, is compared to Tabitha because of her short pixie cut blonde pixie she cut. looks like the hate child of tabitha and tyson but very but she's gorgeous she's pretty she's beautiful she's, so, she's, she's very much, cute yeah she's very very she's cute. there renesmee um and then okay so then we're in the middle we're doing cuts and then jacqueline comes in and she says stylist stop, stop. Put your scissors down and it is dramatic it goes stylist stop people are like <gasps> and of course the music goes whatever bravo does boom 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 <laughs> And everyone just literally and then, stops in the middle of nothing. Like they're and they're cuts. They're cutting and they mid, cut, stop mid cut. It seems like she was gonna like tell them the building was on fire. Like yeah. Jacqueline really knows how to sell a lime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they stop, and she says, "It's time to welcome your guest judge." And the doors open, and it's freaking Tabitha. Tabitha, tap tap Tabitha. Uh, like. Of course it's going to be Tabitha. I knew she was coming back. She had to. She was a fan favorite. And they're like, how do we bring her back without making her contestant? I'm sure she didn't want to be a contestant again. I'm sure she bitched about, like, I'm not going to be a contestant oh. again. She was not going to be a contestant again. But it's also, like, she didn't win. But the way they treat her is, like, she not only won, but then, like, judged last season or something. Like, it, it, the way that they treat her is so funny to me. It's so funny that she became such a celeb from 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 that. It's not like she was that amazing and it wasn't like that she was that bitchy she wasn't like i don't know how she was the one that but she was straightforward she wasn't and also back then we loved a reality show villain you know this was around the time of tiffany new york pollard who i recommend following on instagram this was around the time of amorosa manningalt this was around the time of I believe this was around the time of Trishel in the hot tub. Like we loved a reality oh, show yeah. woman who was like gonna be a little bit more straightforward, gonna be a little off the beaten path. And none of those women are like all of those women are like smart and like able to like really get what they want across, you know? Like it, and like laugh at the yeah. right moments like when when someone comes for them they're able to laugh in their face like it, it's just like she's part of that in fact that's the view like that's the view i actually want to see is amorosa new york 
Trishelle from the real world, although maybe she is Trumpy, and so yeah, well, I, I, I guess they, ha- they always have to have one of those. Yeah. Mm. And <laughs> and Tabitha, that's the oh, view that's that I a would great view. Watch. Oh my mm-hmm. god. I don't think anyone would get it. Uh, yeah. And uh, Tabitha would just shred everybody apart. They all would. Yeah. They're all, except Trishel. We have to replace Trishel with somebody, but we don't have time yeah. to think about okay. that right now. <laughs> this is not a recap of the view that I'm trying to cast. This is sheer genius. So, <laughs> so Tabitha hugs Jacqueline. She looks so good. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And Charlie tries to sass her right away. And it's like, Charlie, you dumb bitch. He's sassy and he's like not he's sassy to everybody. He does not care. He's really trying to go for a moment. And I got to tell you, he's not winning me over. He's too thirsty. He's trying too hard. He's a talented hairstylist, except that fucking Marge look he did last week. Oh, God, that was so. Fills me with rage. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like he's like, I'm going to be the next Tabitha. I'm going to be the next Tabitha. I think it's what he really, really, really wanted. But you can't be the next Tabitha. One, because you have to kill her with a with an iron stake if you ever want to take her down. And two, because like she didn't try to be like that. Mm-mm. She just is like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he is trying very hard. It wouldn't surprise me if he paid somebody to write his lines for him, which now is very common in reality yeah. TV. You'll see writers in the back end of the, of the credits. Yep. That, but also like a lot of housewives when they have like their fun quips. And stuff, somebody has ghostwritten those for them to say in their confessionals. Makes sense. And not from the show. They, like, pay comedians and stuff. What? I've heard. And I'm so available and would never talk about I it, mean, but I have not. that is it. right up your alley, Amanda. Why don't you get on that? Start tweeting. Um, it's really hard. I'll be your ghostwriter. I'll be your ghostwriter. Look at, listen to my quips and just have, like, a whole, like, just make a TikTok of quips. And then you can pick and choose. And then just be. But be, have I be, do like, a, a lot of tweeting as Samantha Jones. You do? Which is a little bit different. Yeah. Not like as her. Like it's on my Twitter account. <laughs> but um, like, like I don't know. What's something that's happening in the news that isn't a huge tragedy? I don't want to do a Samantha sex line about like the hurricane or anything. Um, let's see. What's a fun thing that's current? God, I don't know. I know, I know this one is tough. This one. Um, um... Okay. The other day. Um, my friend sent me a headline because we were we were walking and we ended up walking during this time. It was the hour where the most rain on record has been dumped on New York City. Like it was just like the it was so wet when I took off my clothes. I squeezed my bra and a huge puddle was on the floor. Oh, my God. Okay. It was so funny. So but like my friend sent me that headline. It was like the wettest hour on record in New York. Of course. And okay. I tweeted. Mm-hmm. I guess they haven't been taking records on my pussy, Samantha Jones. Like, that's a good example, you know, of the of the work that I've been doing. And so Housewives follow me. She'll give you the uh, wettest, she'll give you the wettest quips. I'll give you wet quips. <laughs> I'll make you look wet as fuck on TV. That's an offer. That's a that's a guarantee. That's a huge offer. And honestly, everyone take it. Bravo. Bravo. Where Bravo. you at? Where you at? At Housewives, at all Housewives. Anyway, back to (laughs) Housewives are more related to this than normal, but still. Um, So, okay. So, uh, I, okay. I wrote down notes. Oh, my God. Editing this episode is going to be a nightmare. (laughs) What happened? I just, like, can't. I'm, like, I can't talk today. (laughs) Really? I'm struggling. I'm struggling. It's meme every day. Me every day. I can't barely. If you want to look at my handwriting here, look at this. Can you read that? No. Oh my god! You handwrite your notes? Because I have a baby. I can't. I. I can't. I have to like be able to. I don't know. You it's, can't type. I don't know. Writing is. I'm, I'm an old lady. Remember? I ye. I'm with ye. We. Do <laughs> I have to write it out? We are almost exactly the same age, so it's tough. For me, like you can't just—it's easier for you to handwrite than it is to type on a computer. Well, half the time I don't have my computer with me because we—the other one is—it's too far to the side. Our, our desktop is too far, and then the laptop. So my Brian has it, so I just don't have it. So I just write it out. I only—we only have one laptop right now. Wow, we're poor. Honestly, <laughs> brave, brave. 
okay, all right. First, we had to take a break so that I could go cry about that. I say that. I am looking at two laptops right now, so actually, fuck me. I only own one. One is a work laptop. But still. Mm-hmm. Still, I would loan you my personal laptop if we watched together. Oh, great. So that you could take notes on it. Oh, and that's then I great. I could take notes on okay. my other one. Anyway, not the point. None of that's Mm-mm. the point. So we're in the shortcut challenge. And I just wrote some notes about every person's because they're like, they're, it's hard to keep track of these people. We don't care about them yet. We don't care about these models. So it's like, how, how do we note this, the like salon environment? I would say like, you know, our wonderful, sweet, handsome Renee is doing his best to mentor and everybody is just like crazy. And so... Then we get to the judging and Jacqueline goes, now take our clients from drab and uninspiring to a shorter, more flirtatious look. And it's like, these women probably didn't like to be called drab and uninspiring. I know. They can't. It's just these ugly bitches here with their (laughs) stupid haircuts. Let's make them look better. Take these dowdy old school marms. Up from the sewer that they (laughs) crawled into, we might let them leave out the front door. Like, it was just like, it was was tough. It was tough. Yeah. So, um, the first person, we have Meredith first. And Meredith took her client from frizzy, long red curls to a short face-framing haircut. And Tabitha thinks it's frizzy. And Meredith's like, not all frizz is bad. What did you think about this cut? It was not frizzy. Obviously, it was also not HD what we were watching on my HGTV. So it was a little little weird. But honestly, she has curly red hair. And back then, I don't... Back in that day, I wonder if they had the really good curling serum. Like, they only had 45 minutes. Like... They got it like she knows what is it about. Like it's not I have very be. similar curl to her, and I thought the curls were really well defined. I think they were too. I thought the cut was super flattering. Yeah. I, I thought too. it looked great. And I did I thought it was going to be fucking hideous when she was working on it. Cause she kept cutting the under part before the top part, and I was like very anxious. I thought it looked great. Yeah. And Tabitha was not Tabitha didn't like it. So then we have Glenn, and I don't, I can't even pick. I don't know what, what she Glenn looks like. Look like. I don't, I don't remember what she looks like at all. But she took these long, cute layers from her client to like a very short cut, and Tabitha was like, "Sometimes short hair is flirty, and sometimes it ages someone. Youth is flirty, and it's just like, okay, like okay. I didn't love the cut, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn, you're not making an impression. Uh, with us this this week, not this week at least. Then we get to Charlie. Oh, and he one took he, his. He chopped that bitch off, right? And it's like she had pixie. long curly hair, and she he chopped it to a short little cut, shorter than Nicole's. Like this is I'm talking. This is like this is like a uh, Peter Pan. I thought it was shorter than Mia Farrow and Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, that's what he was going for. I thought it was shorter than that. What did what did you think about this cut? I didn't like it, but I also don't like short hair like that. Uh, I I, I, I didn't it, like it either. I don't, it, I don't think it was her. I would be I would cry if that happened in my head. I, <laughs> I would. It would. She be, looked like she was in shock. Like because like, he also was like she doesn't know how short it is because she's never heard of Mia Farrow and it's like if I I just like I thought the bang also looked weird. Like in in Rosemary's Baby, Mia Farrow has like very short hair but it does have a part and it's like kind of like sweetly combed yeah. over and this was very like punk but it's like a, uh, punk is of, the wrong it's not it's not even punk it reminds me of like a 5 year old getting a haircut for the first time it looks with, like a buzz cut it looks like it's it's just not it's not flattering but maybe back then it was flattering i don't know a lot of the stuff that she you see she is very happy yeah she's like i feel so naked and i love it and i'm like Oh, okay, cool. Well, good, good for you. I mean, if she likes, I it. think she wakes up to, in the morning and she bawls her eyes out. I, if that happened to you, would you get a wig? Would you wear a wig for a while? Oh my god. Okay, I'm trying to put myself <laughs> in this mindset with having a full panic attack on the podcast. I think that I would just roll with it. People, people would stop and look. No question. But I have a friend. We've tried to get her on the pod. I hope we get her on eventually. She had a shaved head for years, and it I looked so good. Some women she, look like, so good. I, if, 
See, Piper, my 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 wife, my daughter, can <laughs> she'll be able to go bald in her life because she's got a perfect round head because she was ripped out of my loins through my stomach rather than my vagina. So she has like a perfectly round head. So she'll be able to be bald. I have do- I have like puncture wounds. I, my skull is fucked up, so I will not be. I don't. Okay, I don't. We'll bald. get into why you have puncture wounds in your head later. <laughs> um, that's actually very distressing to me. But I think it's less about the shape of the head than it is like, like the, fa- the your face. Like there's a lot of face that comes in when you don't have any hair, and like not a, It's just it's not an indictment of beautiful or not beautiful, but like some people are not meant to have no hair. Yeah. And, but this friend, Amanda, she looked stunning. She grew it out during the pandemic. She looks stunning now. But I think what I would do, first I would cry. Then I would try to figure out my, you know. I would have, I would have issues, I think. I've cried over hair styles months after I've had them, gotten them cut. Like when I got my bangs, when I just couldn't figure them out. And I was like, I'm just over them. I was like so mad still that my hair was cut. I'm not mad. I wasn't mad, but um, I thought about it. Is that how you got a puncture wound in your head? Yeah, I stabbed myself. No, I think it was from a past life. We can go. That, that can be a later, later thing. Oh, oh, it was from. A, oh, OK, so Kara's puncture wounds are from a past life. But it's a divot. I, a divot. I, like I a think s- like perfect divot in my head. Oh, wow. Weird. I don't have any divots in my head. Maybe I should shave my head. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But I, I just think like. You would cry and then you would like turn to somebody with some knowledge and be like, how can I grow this out as fast as possible? But I wouldn't get a wig, I don't think. And I wouldn't get extensions, I don't think. No, you Because then you're damaging the hair that you have. And then I, those extensions would look so fa- Like there's not long I enough mean, to fall. They'd still be sticking out and you just have these like long. It would look horrible. That's what happened to poor Brittany. I know. That's why she's never had the right regrowth, even after all this time. Poor girl. No, she still has messy ones. I can imagine the knots in her back of her head right now because I've had them. Kara's in a past life. Kara had <laughs> knots in her head. <laughs> so then we get to D. What this is the longest episode of the show that's ever been. So I then know. we get to D. I like it. I'm not complaining about it. And she takes long dark hair to short side parted hair with heavy sides. And Tabitha's like, "Why is her hair so heavy on the sides?" And D was like, "Trust me, this is what she needs." And Tabitha didn't like it. Tabitha didn't like anybody's. Tabitha, well, also she came in like with a, as a steamboat and I think was like, I'm going to be, this is my show now, bitches. Here we go. You suck. You suck. You suck. You suck. You're okay. You suck. You suck. You suck. Fuck you. Bye. That's like, that's how yeah. she did it all. And I loved it. <laughs> I was so happy because that's authentic. She's being herself. Yeah. And so is D. A lot of people on the show are being themselves. Really, this is, that was, that was a dig at Charlie. So then we've got Nikisa, and she's the one who had the long, she's got, this woman has long hair, except where it's, like, truly melted off. Yeah, the blonde. Like, it looked like a wig that a little kid had melted in the microwave. And she, it looked, to me, it looked great. It looked. The cut? Yeah. I thought the cut was really good. The cut looked like, remember when Brittany Daniels was in things? Brittany Daniels is one of the two twins who played, like, the Sweet Valley High yes, twins. Yes, yes, And then she had, like, shorter hair where she would put, like, barrettes in the, um, in like the bangs yep. and I was like this in 2008 I bet I she looked cute as fuck mm-hmm. she looked really good and Tabitha was like did you try to blend these pieces and Nikisa was like no I didn't try I did blend them and Tabitha was like no you didn't Whew. well because t- Nikisa like kind of snapped back at her and I think that's why that's why she's where she is but she, but Tabitha's like mm, no no you didn't no uh uh I have last I have last say no uh no next like, she just doesn't care. She doesn't care. She doesn't care, meat. Um, just <laughs> Do you something about meat? Is that what you said? Something about meat? I said mate, of course. Of course. In my perfect, flawless accent, I said mate. So then we have Matthew from Dallas, and he took shoulder-length hair to Bob, and Tabitha likes it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, and then we have Paolo. And Paolo takes blonde short hair to blonde shorter hair. And Tabitha goes, I don't know if it's something I'd choose. Yeah. And that was a burn. That was, that a, was burn. a burn at Paolo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nicole does a really hot bob with bangs. Yeah. Really hot. It that bob looks so, so fucking hot. good. You could pull that off. I would. Uh, 
Ha, oh, I'd be honored. Maybe in a dry heat. Certainly not well, here in humid Well, in New L.A., come in L.A. where it's a little, like, mostly dry. Come here and do it. Yay! I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'll be out there in exactly one month. Oh, my God. I'm oh, having panic attacks. Shit. So, <laughs> and Tabitha's like, is it meant to be symmetrical? And Nicole's like, yes. And Tabitha's like, okay. Which was the nicest thing she said to anybody. It was. And, <laughs> and then we go Daniel and Daniel has like flipped out all the hair. Um, and he was like, she need, she would have looked like a football if I hadn't flipped out her bob. And it's like, these women can hear you guys. Right. They can hear you. God, too, the, early, the early aughts are just, it's just, it's, a, it's, it's crazy. Like these are, it's, they're. These are not even like professional models. These are clearly like just people, actresses who did a hair model thing for the day or people on the street or something. But Craigslist, they're all even Craigslist. professional models shouldn't be told they look like a football with ears or whatever. It's just like fucking mean. God. So then Gail, who's another one, she does like a cute curly bob. And Tabitha was like, in warm weather, her hair is going to blow up like a pyramid. But I thought, Elisa, dry heat. That's not how curly hair behaves in dry heat. Mm-mm. Get the fuck out of here, Tab. Bye. Bye. Um, And then, oh, I guess, Par- I don't know. I wrote down Paolo twice, so one of these Parker. Parker. Parker has the short bangs. Uh, Paolo had the short bob, and Tabitha called it disconnected. Yeah. It should have been stacked. And Paolo's like, my bob is different. And Tabitha goes, I agree. Ugh. She's incredible. She's incredible. She's great. She's we love her. So then the tops are Nicole and Charlie. And Charlie wins because he took a risk. I am like not. We're not on the same Why does Charlie page keep winning? Judges. Why does Charlie keep winning this like these things? Like his like his stuff is not great. Honestly. His stuff is not great. That Marge Simpson, I'll never forget it for it my was whole life. Embarrassing. <laughs> so that- are you trying to say embarrassing or amazing? Marathon. I mean, you don't okay, know. I think, embar- I think embarrassing. That sounded more like embarrassing. First, weigh in if you think Kara was trying to say embarrassing or amazing. But you know what? That's a great way to say if you don't know what to say to somebody. Oh, that's embarrassing. That's, <laughs> that's embarrassing. Like, what did that sound yeah. like? Yeah. That's I think that's a great that's a great way to just not have to say one way or another if something's good or bad. That's like when you see a friend's play and they are like, how did you like it? And you say like, wow, you really had on a costume. Wow. Y'all were really up there doing those dances. Wow, They knew how to turn the lights on and off. And they with a scene change. It's great. Those scene changes. It was dark and then it was light. I couldn't believe it. There were things on the stage. Whoa. Everyone had on costumes <laughs> on their bodies. Wow. These wow. programs are really cool. <laughs> then we have this paper. You can tell this is a nice theater. Well, why you guys use this Sanser font? How uh, you guys know what's up. And now we're not going to be invited to any friends plays, which I think is like a double blessing. <laughs> Like I and I say that as somebody who's done a one woman show twice in New York. Like how dare I? But oh boy, I dare. Mm-hmm. So then the bottoms are Paolo and Nikisa, and Tabitha says the West Cat for me was Nikisa, and she's like Nikisa, I'll be back for elimination challenge. You better step it up, step it up. And they go back to the house, and this time, there's no champagne. They are drinking screwdrivers. Yeah, they have the speared off uh, handle, but a piece of tape over it. Like, okay, yeah, we don't know what that is. Yeah, they got a much nicer house, but much worse booze. Yeah. It's a real trade-off. So um, we're, like, back at the house. We're chatting. Meredith says she's only worried about Nicole and Charlie, which I thought was rude. Um, Yeah. And they're bitching about Tabitha. They all hate her, which I think is, like... You want to see that. Yeah. I'm glad they gave us this. Well, they're like, they're just bringing her back for fucking ratings. She's a bad person. And they all are British. <laughs> I'm sorry. What the fuck was that? I've watched- Folks, please welcome the Artful <laughs> Dodger to our podcast. I've been watching a lot of Ted Lasso. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't watched it. And now I feel um, overwhelmed by the idea of it. It's only 30 like, minutes. It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's the best show. Oh, my 
my God, do you want to feel good? Watch a lasso. And I just like can't. I don't. Now I'm afraid if I watch it and I'm like, oh, it's fine. I mean, it's, it's gonna, literally I just can't. like you're going to like it's a smiley show. You're not don't expect huge. huge I mean, but it's getting edgier and edgier. So. There was a Christmas episode this uh, this year that Twitter just. No, too edgy. That's too edgy. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. The- they talk about St. Nick. Saint Nick. Oh, Center Claus is coming. <laughs> centaur? Are you talking about a centaur? I don't know what's happening, Amanda. I don't stir- look. I don't know. <laughs> listen, listen. My ancestors are British, so if I do the accent, it's okay. So nobody come for us, please. Um. So <laughs> then we get like some truly gorgeous LA B-roll footage. Like this show, they spent so much more money on this like this season oh, yeah. than they did last season. Mm-hmm. We're seeing like b-roll of a lifeguard stand and we're seeing like the beach and it's so pretty and i was like did the la tourism board get involved in this like i don't know They're like we got to bring tourists to la because it's not we don't have enough traffic hurry in sheer the last season of sheer genius afterwards tourism dropped by 50 percent <laughs> we gotta we gotta step it up steep it up steep it up so everybody steep it up So the next morning we wake up and everybody goes into their gorgeous kitchen and then there's a bowl of oranges in the kitchen and a clue. And whoever sees the clue is like, I'm not reading this alone and like calls everybody in, which clearly from the producers. But I was, yeah. it was fun. It was a fun way to do it. Um, and the the poem says something like the fruit of your labor is on this table and then it goes longer. But it basically the gist is everybody pick an orange. They all have a number written on them. Take the orange to the salon. And they're like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And they're all like, I just feel like they knew. And they were like, could it be? Like someone's like, it could be Orange County Correctional Facility, which is like very nice, but not what what it was. Um, Or could it be like blondes? Like, I don't know. They just started guessing all this stuff. Yeah. And then Charlie. Oh, God. I'm so exhausted. Charlie says, I hope it's not the Orange County Housewives because I already talked shit about them. And it's like, Charlie, they didn't, the first. They haven't seen it. They haven't seen this episode. They haven't seen it. The show hasn't aired. They don't know. The producers told him to say that. I'm, I don't, I don't know who told him to say what. But they didn't But he's no, he's no Tabitha. No. It didn't make any goddamn sense. No, Like, did, back then, did people think reality shows aired live? Like, what? I know you air a whole season at once. It's fucking crazy. It's stupid. Don't insult us, Charlie. We know what you're seeing. We understand this is taped bef- not before live audience. Yeah, Charlie, we had no idea it's near live audience. <laughs> okay, so then <laughs> Renee stops them as they're about to walk into the salon. They're all just holding their oranges. And he says, the toughest clients you'll ever have are about to walk through these doors. And I was like, I love this season. I'm so happy this season. So and they walk in, the clients walk in, the stylists scream because of course it's the real housewives of Orange County. And I was like, This is Amanda's episode. She's living right now. She's living. I felt really happy. Daniel pretended to faint and I wrote down Daniel and I are soul sisters. Yeah, I can see that. I he's so happy. And I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I did meet Lou Andaliseps and Sonia Morgan, which doesn't mean anything to you, Kara, but to our furries who are Housewives fans, they are real Housewives of New York, and they are they are like established real Housewives oh, they're of like New York. The real, was Orange County first? Uh, Orange County was first, but just really quickly, I met them and was on last season of the Real Housewives. That's of New right, York. I, I saw. I did that. stand up, and it was, and they kept like kind of a lot of me in. They did. All things considered. Yeah. So I was like, wow, me and Daniel basically are the same. (laughs) So if you guys are watching Real House of New York one season old, you might see Amanda, comedian, as a Chiron in the bottom of the screen. Yeah. What episode was that? Do you remember? You have it taped? I don't remember the name. How many years ago? Was it last year or two years ago? It aired last year, but it was shot in 2019. Got it. Because we were auditioning to open for her cabaret. But, like, in reality, she had famous people opening for yeah. her cabaret. Like, she, yeah. it wasn't 
anonymous comedians <laughs> from New York City. But it was but they wanted to like shoot the audition as a scene for the show. And it was very wild to do stand up in a completely lit room to two people who are only kind of paying attention and cameras. Two cameras. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in an empty cabaret room. Fun. It was wild. It was great. And they both are so beautiful in person. Holy shit. What money can money do can do friends. for your face. Mm-hmm. And your body. And your body. They looked great. Oh looked yeah. Great. So um Daniel <laughs> reveals that when Lori got married, Lori is one of the original OC housewives. And on season one, she her storyline was that she had been divorced and she was now poor and it was disgusting. <clears throat> and she had to be Vicky's assistant in Vicky's insurance company. And then at the end, she meets at the end of season one, she meets this guy, George. Or maybe between seasons she meets George, but she's dating George. They're engaged. She gets married. George is hella rich. George is so fucking rich. There's like, I remember that they rode a horse together, maybe at their wedding. Okay. Like the two of them mm-hmm. were on one horse. She's, after she marries George, she's not on the show anymore. Is she, she not? Need that fucking show. Oh, she doesn't need the show. She's so rich. She was so rich and in love. And George was kind of hot. It all worked out. Okay, me. great. So, but he had a, he had a party for Lori's wedding. And I was like, Daniel is so, I love Daniel. And Bravo loves Daniel. You can tell. Mm-hmm. So we have all the housewives and the housewives' daughters. And each one of them has a number that the stylists have. So, like, everybody goes to who they go to. Paolo gets Vicky, which whoever got Vicky was going to be in oh, for a time. I know, I know Vicky. I know Vicky. You know her? Uh, the only one I recognize from the show. Oh, I thought you'd, like, waited on her Oh, or no, no. She's I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. In LA. No, yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's my restaurant. They don't leave Orange County. No. They don't leave their restaurant called The Quiet Woman, where one time Shannon Bedore threw a plate and said, that's not my fucking plate, you bitch. <laughs> wow, it sounds fun. Yeah, it's... Uh, I didn't watch last season, just so you just so you know, because one of the housewives went full MAGA. Oh. And I was like, they're all... They're all MAGA. People, Listen, they're in Orange County. But- Orange County is a red county, and they love their Trump. We had we there was a Trump parade down Ventura Boulevard when we were getting coffee during before the election and uh, during pandemic. Uh, and it was just this gross train of these guys with these trucks with the, you know, the Trump flag. And they look like the Al Qaeda. They look crazy. They look absolutely nuts and like cutting people off. And not, it's just honking their horns, being so loud and. It's just so and that sad. was all for a scene for Real Housewives of Orange I County. I would be so yeah. I can't watch it now. Sorry, they're all fucking. It's um. Well, great. the worst of them got fired for being so anti-mask, and really? now she is married to a Fox News correspondent, and they've started a podcast called Unmasked. Which, like, first you can't see my hands, but I'm jerking off a million dicks with them because it's so stupid. You know, all those guys have gotten sick. Those radio hosts, everybody who has had had made a strict like fun of it has died from it or got it. You better believe that Kelly and Rick are vaccinated. I'm fucking so sure that they're vaccinated and then being like getting vaccinated. Like they're they're too rich and wealthy to not get vaccinated, but they tell other people not to. It's really gross. It's money. Um, Money speaks more (laughs) than health. It's horrible. It's horrible. But. This is way before all that. This is 2008. Hope change. Yeah, when we were so innocent. We were so innocent. Um, so Charlie won yesterday, so he gets to switch. And Daniel had matched with Kara, who's like the most famous real house daughter. It's hard because these are like, this is a long time ago. So it's it's less iconic now. But Kara uh, Keogh is an important member is of the real still house of Orange County. One? No, no, no. She and her mom are long gone off the show. But they were like very, they made huge impacts in their first couple of seasons. So it makes sense that Daniel was excited to get her and then devastated that Charlie took her. Um, And so, but he takes her and Daniel's like, fine. But he's mad. And then Renee tells them all to go shake it. And then they shake it inappropriately. They shake it and they're all like, trying to consult with these women all the women who are blonde are like you can't dye my hair I don't want the length to change I want to keep the same style 
don't change the color don't change like, anything why would they do why would they get these people it's it's it's, it's funny i get why the crossover but they're also high maintenance women who it was boring in that way it was, I was boring like, i'd love to see some transformations on these women and like they offer them champagne, which I thought was smart. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Vicky's being a nightmare because she keeps being like, let me see my daughter's hair. Um, and, like, Vicky has also been fired, but she might be getting brought back. So Why was she fired? Um, she was fired because she was just getting to be too irritating. But now her fiancé, I think, Steve Lodge, who's a former cop, is one of the people running to be Republican governor candidate of South Carolina of, uh, of California the one that's for the recall I don't think it's for the recall it must be because it's the only governor if he's going governor the recalls oh. for Newsom which is a bullshit recall there's no need there the only the, the we got the ballots they're due the 14th and it says does governor Newsom need to be recalled yes or no and if he does who should be the next governor and there's a list of no joke 40 Republicans and one Democrat they're all Trumpian that's disgusting. So, because California is a weird thing where you can recall people and whatever. So he's we're in a surplus. First of all, California's in a surplus. We're dealing with the homeless. We have we have great benefits for not going to work for COVID. Like a lot of like the more, the more moratorium for you know housing. Like, why are we going to recall him? Because he because he went to a uh, he went to his vineyard unmasked. Well. But isn't the real reason he's being recalled because the MAGA people are trying yes. to pull this shit? Like, that's they're not that's actually, their reason because they don't give they don't believe like in the, masks. The unmasked thing is not a good faith argument. No, right? No, but that's yeah. the, but they're like oh, we can we can get the Democrats with this part of it because you've got to be masked and they're so obsessed. Well, it was like ten people in his rich place. Yeah, he shouldn't have done it, and he said he was sorry. He has money. Yes, he's a fucking politician. He's a, all of them are not that great, but honestly. If we, He's certainly better than Steve Lodge. And they're going to get rid of the mask mandate, so get rid of all the stuff if we get another governor. We're like, no, like just leave leave him where he is. That's- yeah. I'm coming, California. Please keep the masks mandate. <laughs> My mom has already texted me 45 times being like, what about the air quality? Are you scared for your asthma? Uh, Brian has asthma. I She's not really interested in logic. She's kind of just spinning out right oh, now. Oh, I get it, yeah. Makes you got to let her spin. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, we'll see, mom. So yeah, we can go, we can go to the mountains. It's fine. I mean, it's going to be fine no matter what. Yeah. Um, so like all of the stylists are so mad. They hate, they hate everybody. Gail, who I'm starting to realize has brown hair. Gail is like, uh, Gail wants to like color her client's hair and she, or she's going to do color on her client's hair, but her client won't allow her to cut it at all. And this housewife, she did not make it to another season. She was not an impactful I housewife. don't remember her, her at all. At all. Her hair looks like dead. But she says she can't cut it because it's been, um, she's had a traumatic experience with two short Oh, hair. that's right. It was traumatic. I couldn't handle it. And this, like, this is right before the housing crisis that I believe is the reason a lot of these women didn't continue on the show because mm-hmm. they lost all their money and had to come out from behind the gates. So she might be about to experience an actual traumatic yeah, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. that puts this in perspective. But we hadn't experienced it yet. Yeah. Um, Gina Keo is in full Eeyore mode. And poor Gina. Gina is married to... Uh, Gina's married to... Um, a baseball player and her life is kind of sad. So that's like something to know yeah. about Gina. And Gina is Kara's mom. So Kara. I think it's Kara. They say Kara. They say, I think they say Kara. Okay. Because I was like, what? Because no one ever, no one ever says my <laughs> oh, name. You kept thinking they were talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Me? Oh. <laughs> but so the K, so-, so it's bullshit anyway. So then, okay, the judges are Jacqueline, Kim Vo, Kelly Adderton, and freaking Tabitha. They don't introduce her with any last name. And here we are, folks, at the hair show. Yes. And I'll just kind of run through what we did with these ladies. So Daniel has Megan, who's Tammy's daughter. Megan had heavy dark hair, and now it's like more chic, slightly highlighted. I thought it looked great. Mm-hmm. I like it too. Uh, Paolo had Vicky, you know. God bless. Um, she started with shoulder length blonde hair and she, which her mother once described as yellow on the show. And she ended up with shoulder length blonde hair that her mother would probably still call yellow. I saw no change, Not- but Paolo had no chance. Yeah, no chance. Yeah. 
So then we've got Nicole, who had Gina. Gina came in with, like, stringy, damaged hair with, like, choppy, orangey highlights. She gave her, like, a more chestnut and golden look and, cho- and like, long layers. I thought Gina looked awesome. Oh, that was a like, really, really good. good. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like, very impressive. Um, so then we've got Matthew. Matthew had Quinn, who I remember as being very nice and not memorable on the show. Yeah. She's got great cheekbones. And Kim has, like... Hmm. It says brownish red layers, which can't be brownish red layers. Yeah. Gotta be. <laughs> it's gotta be brownish red layers. Right. And now she's a deeper, sexier brown yeah. with more body and more layers. I thought she looked very good. Her. Um, Glenn had Tamara. Tamara, I do actually think, is a demon sent from hell to be on Bravo. Um Hard to see a change. They gave her like more layers and kind of like low lights, curled right? Curled it. Yeah. yeah. There was very little change, but yeah. like t- Tamara, I wouldn't, I would be scared to change Tamara because she would bite your hand yeah. off and spit it back in your face. Ugh. So then we've got Charlie who had Karakara and we don't know. And Karakara came in with like long black hair and curtain and like curtain bangs. Curtain bangs. And then she has like this, these like hot, straight across. I think she things. had extensions I she looked, too. Like, sexy. I think she came in with extensions. Maybe that's why it looked so much thinner. It looked really thin. That's why I was like, yeah, it's kind of extensions. Like, couldn't you have put some body in there? I thought, I thought we could have seen a round brush just like at the root a little fucking bit on yeah. that one. I thought her hair looked flat as hell. It was. Um, like the cut was very chic, but I was like, yeah, what is happening here? So then we've got Gail. And this Gail had Kimberly who refused to have her hair cut uh, and her hair looks terrible. So bad. And it's not really Gail's fault. Uh, there's nothing she could um, do. It was stringy and I'm like, don't, I don't want anything sharp next to my hair. Then why are you going on the show? Like, I fucking, I still, I don't have any patience for those people. Like, yes, I understand you want to do a crossover and maybe Bravo's making you do it because you sign a contract where you have to do whatever you need to do. But like, uh, so stupid. Kimberly, you're a drip on the show. You're a drip on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Parker had Joe De La Rosa um, No no Different Joe I think And he chose to leave her hair Super dark And everybody was so Fucking rude about it Yeah They were like It makes her look old Every person was like She looks old You need to think about hair For a season in a woman's life And I thought she had Cute bangs and a good cut And like It was dark But if but she dyed it, it dark look, It didn't look weird I didn't think it looked older I guess maybe in person But like I mean if I go black I will look older And, witch, and more like a witch um, but she looked fine. I thought great. I thought she looked pretty. She looked great. I, I also, I agree. I thought they were being haters on that one. Um, and then D had Mackenzie, who was just like a teen that I don't remember from the show at all. And Mackenzie had long blonde hair. Now she has shorter blonde hair with some low lights and like one big, thick low light, which is D's signature look. Mm-hmm. And she's got like a cute side bang. Um, very 2008. Yeah. Very 2008. Very 2008. And then Meredith had Brianna, and Meredith took her long blonde hair to, like, more layered blonde color, like, some low lights, and she gave her a sexy bang, and I was like, fuck, I want my bangs Yeah, back. it looks good. Like, I really liked that yeah, bang. Yeah, it was a good bang. It looked good on her. So, um, they call in the clients, and they say, Daniel, Nicole, Matthew, Nikisa, and Meredith, you're all safe. And I was surprised because I kind of thought that Nicole was going to win. I thought she would win, too. Hers was really good. Stupid. Hers was so good. So then, like, we've got the tops and the bottoms, and they're, like, um, they hate Kimberly, of course. But when Gail's, when Kimberly is, like, I wouldn't let her cut my hair, they were, like, oh, well, I guess it's not really Gail's fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, like were again so rude about Joe in in front of Joe. I would have cried. Yeah. Um this is when Kim Vo absolutely loses his mind as his blonde exic 445,000. It's times. so annoying. He says it about Tamara. He says it about Mackenzie. He goes, "Uh-oh. <laughs> Another case of blondorexia." And it's like Kim Vo also has very dyed blonde hair, so it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the pot calling, calling the kettle black. blonde. Oh, good one there. Good play on words and coffee. Thank you. <laughs> um, Vicky told Paolo that if he cut her hair too short, she would castrate him, which I do actually fully believe. Yeah, that she would do that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Ken was like, it looks the same. And she said, Vicky said she was the hard client to work with, which I thought was more self-awareness than she And it's nice of her to be like, please don't let this person go because I'm an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I, I respected that. Yeah. I thought that was nice. So then the stylists go into their own room and Gail was like so mad. Like she was like, I'm going to fucking flip out. Well, because she couldn't put, if they send me home. She's like, they're going to send me home because I had no choice. Like I couldn't do anything like at all. Mm hmm. Um, I don't bl- yeah I don't blame her so then we find out that Glenn D D and, and Charlie. Charlie are the top three mm-hmm. D is safe and then Charlie wins again and I was like what the fuck yeah it's really fucked and I'm like he wasn't that great like it's fine but like not really Nicole did a way better job yeah and I thought D did a way better job yeah. like D's was at least like interesting yeah <sighs> Then we get but then Paolo and Gail and Parker are the bottom three. And Jacqueline says, I'm sorry to say the competition is over for one of you. And she looks so beautiful when she says it. I know. And Gail's safe. And she's like, you can tell Gail was like kind of upset she didn't get to fight. Because she was so She's like, I was ready to, I'm, like, I'm going to say, I'm not going to hold it in. She's like, I'm not going to hold it in if I, <laughs> if I get disqualified. Because like, they know that the producers knew what they were giving them. Mm-hmm. So then she is like still mad. You can tell she's like, can't let go of how mad she is yeah. which I thought was very funny watching her on the side um, and then Daniel starts crying from the risers which I thought was sweet and Charlie thought it was like stupid that he cried did you think it was stupid I know, it was cute no it was like he likes those people so I said they all kind of you can tell they all love each other and I think that's really I think that's really 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 sweet I thought it was nice it was a little much yeah because Char- Daniel was not in the bottom but also it was nice yeah um, and Paolo's safe and Parker has to go. And he is so gracious. He says he is honored. He made it this he he made it as far as he did, just cutting hair. It was really and like, sweet. I felt bad that I hated Parker so much last week and I said he was the new Ben. He's 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 yeah, he was gracious and I like appreciate that. He also knew like uh, it's probably less less stress for that. Like, well I got my I got my airtime. I'm good. Like the yeah. pressure's too much, I'm okay. Like I think a lot happens like it happens to, I think it happened to Ocean last week too. Who was, you know, it's like it's just a lot of pressure, and you get and it's like you're not. It's not like you're really measured on your talent. Yeah, like there's no way to know really. Do those people do a good job or not? It's just like, did they do a good job with these crazy parameters? Yeah, exactly. And in, in normal life, that wouldn't normally happen for the most part. You, mm-hmm. You'll get crappy. You get like really stingy clients, but like you can be like, I don't want to see you. Bye. I'm not working on you. Yeah, like it's not an indictment of your. It's like being in a movie where the script is bad. Yeah. It's like there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Yeah. But Jennifer Aniston still got to go on and be a star. Mm-hmm. It's true. So, um, Jacqueline says, stylist, we've all, we've seen a lot of growth from all of you, but a lot more is required moving forward. Like I'm loving all these lines. I'm so happy they yeah, got writers. They got writers. It's really smart. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the preview for next week looks really exciting. I'm I can't wait. I'm excited. We'll definitely um. Maybe I'll have a cocktail next time when I watch it, or like when we do this next podcast. Yeah, let's freaking get wild. Let's get wild. Let's have a cocktail. What if we? What if we had a fun cocktail and we came up with a name for it that was like that had to do with the episode? Yes. Or we should do a cocktail that has to do their podcast. I saw what you were gonna go there. Yeah. I mean, either one. We'll figure. Either one. We'll figure. And it will be much Um, better when you're in the we're in the same time time zone, so we'll not be weird if I'm drinking at one and you're drinking. It's yeah, and I'm drinking it four. We can do it later. Yeah. So you're not drinking it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But it is going to get easier when we're in the same yeah. time zone. Furries, we love you. We love you. We, we short chop you. Bye. Bye. Anna. Thank you so much for listening to Growing Out the Pod. If you want to tell us your hair stories, email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at growingoutthepod. Have a great day, and remember, exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns. Growing out the pod.